streets of Kennedy Brewer. Every year, up to 10,000 people get wrongfully convicted of serious crimes. The Innocence Project mission is to free the staggering number of innocent people who remain incarcerated and to bring reform to the system responsible for their unjust imprisonment. Through DNA testing and reforms, they try to prevent future injustice. One of the victims of this is Kennedy Brewer. Today in this podcast, we'll be focusing on his case. In 1992, Kennedy Brewer got accused of killing his girlfriend's three-year-old daughter, Christine Jackson. He was arrested with little to no evidence to prove him guilty. Brewer was convicted of capital murder and sent to Mississippi's death row. He served 13 years in total, of which eight years awaiting trial and seven years in death row. Shit. Investigation! The three-year-old Christine was abducted from her home, raped and murdered while Brewer was babysitting her and his younger kids. Two days after her disappearing, she was found dead. Her body was dumped in a creek not far from where she lived. The police immediately thought it was Brewer because there wasn't any sign of forced entry. However, the window close to where she slept was broken. The cops overlooked that detail. Not suspicious at all, is it? It seemed like the cops already made up their mind about the suspect without really looking into it, which caused a rushed arrest. Prosecution theorized that Brewer raped and killed Christine before dumping her in the creek. Kennedy was convicted of capital murder and sexual battery and sentenced to death. The medical examiner found several bite marks on the child's body. A forensic odontologist concluded that these 19 marks were indeed and without a doubt inflicted by Brewer. He asserted that these marks were only made by his top two teeth and that his bottom teeth somehow didn't leave any impression. Weird, isn't it? Unfortunately, these tests were never scientifically validated. Eventually, they found out that these bite marks weren't actually human bite marks, but insect bites from being left in the water for days. Therefore, Brewer maintained his innocence because his conviction was based almost entirely on the questionable bite mark evidence. twist! Advanced DNA testing produced results excluding Brewer as a possible perpetrator and revealed an unknown male profile. Dum, dum, dum. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. The implication of a new suspect that matched Justin Albert Johnson's profile. He confessed to Christine's murder as well to the murder of Courtney Smith. Both murders held the same elements. They match. Three-year-old Smith was also raped, murdered and left in a pond near her home. Johnson was the only suspect with a history of sexually assaulting women and girls and he was an additional suspect in later crimes. Interesting. How is it that the cops ignored such obvious signs but instead focused on the first, the best option? So in fact, they just took the easy way out. This indicates laziness. And we don't appreciate laziness. Conclusion! 
A lot of things went wrong in the investigation. For mm-hmm. example, mm-hmm. the medical examiner and the forensic odontologist didn't do the research right. Mm-hmm. It seemed like the police did not want to put any effort in really looking into the case and double check if everything was correct. They rushed everything to be done with it. They overlooked all the evidence pointing to Johnson, the real perpetrator, in both cases, and focused on an innocent man instead. Luckily, in 2008, the charges against Kennedy Brewer were dropped and he was exonerated. Unfortunately, Brewer isn't the only one struggling with his experience of injustice. We need to change this, but we can't do this on our own. So we would like to encourage you all with this podcast to help people in need. Whenever you can, wherever you can. Because every little bit of effort has an effect. Thank you for listening to our podcast. See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. Goodbye. Hope you don't die.